So, 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 so today we have a situation uh, onto which a brother, one of which I share a uh, graduating university, I, I think he graduated from Auburn, um, a Southern inclination, uh, even the same birth week, uh, Cameron Jarrell Newton has been cut by the New England Patriots. Uh, long-time starter for the uh, Carolina Panthers. Uh, maybe the best dual-direct quarterback ever at one point in time, or at least had the trajectory to be one at one point in time. Um, it's, as you know, sad. He's probably my favorite player ever. Uh, the only player that's ever made me care about the NFL legitimately. You know, I like Patrick Holmes, but I just don't. I don't, I don't care about the NFL. Um... But it really any facet. And he's allowed me to, I think, you know, be interested for about a decade. And it's, you know, it's sad. I'm, I'm not as young as I used to be. Not as, I guess, malleable. Uh, you know, he's past his prime. He's been past his prime for a while. I've had to realize that myself. And um, I haven't had the same, I guess, inkling to... I guess abide my time by how Cam Newton spends his. And, you know, this isn't a eulogy for Cam Newton. And this isn't just me, I guess, bemoaning that this is the possible end for him. I still think that he is one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, healthy. I just think we're at a point now where there's just so many. You know, it, the in the black communities a way to describe certain people as can't get right, Mr. Can't get right, he can't get right, et cetera, et cetera. And that just has been Cam's, you know, M.O. for, I would say, eight years now, 2014. Uh, coming off of a playoff by maybe his best, you know, best year as a quarterback, 2013. Uh, you know, I think loses to the uh, pretty stacked, I would say, 49ers. I think the discrepancy between those two teams was more Carolina versus San Francisco than Cam Newton versus Colin Kaepernick. But that happened in 2013. 2014, they looked to be a still a pretty solid team. Cam gets in a car crash, is hurt for a couple of weeks. Does come back to lead them to the playoffs. So, and then the playoff berth. And obviously 2015, you know, what happened with that. But even 2016, 2017, I mean, still a very good quarterback went healthy, went upright, just a putrid offensive line, horrible weapons. And, you know, it was at this moment where you kind of could feel like this could be another tragic career a la Culpepper or Michael Vick to where the ceiling just gets basically lightly fondled upon and then never gets touched again by said quarterback because of really extenuating circumstances that he couldn't control. I mean, he played... A lot, a lot of what makes one quarterback improve is not separate quarterback coaches because they all have access to them, the best quarterback coaches, right? But it's just the system where they'll spend even more time around those systems, those offensive coordinators, those quarterback coaches, blah, 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 that can help them build up. And Cam just, you know, outside of his first couple of years, and then I would say towards the the end of Cam, the, the, the myth, the, the mythos, you know, the, the legend, uh, with Norv Turner and, um, 
you know, I, I think Medeo's, I think Medeo's is gross overrated, to be honest with you. But there are some things mentally I saw out of Cam when we did get to see a healthy Cam that he looked like a mentally, you know, maybe marginally better, but better quarterback. And it's just sad that those things never had to be shown consistently because if you look at, if you look at the, the Seattle game from last year, I know it's talked about often, the Buffalo game, you know, the, the better parts of that. That was just a very dry showing for them. I was at the Buffalo game, and I believe their first game of the season was just the, the Raiders. They looked like a team that just had no chemistry whatsoever, more than just a team without the ability to play well. And I wasn't a big fan of Dance's play calling. Uh, there's a lot of hits that I think Cam took that he didn't have to take. But they really, that's just a shitty roster, right? Um, and then you get to the back half of that season, it's just like a fucking crapshoot. Like, there's things you can see that Cam could see that he just couldn't throw out there. I know that he doesn't blame COVID for him being bad, but it's very clear. I mean, unless you just dislike Cam Newton and you don't want to. The thing is, Cam's entire career has been about playing down the shit that's clearly hampering him. He doesn't make excuses, and that's fine. But, I mean, it's just very self-evident. I always want to say the word self-evidential. I don't think that's actually a word. It's evidential that he was clearly hampered by COVID, severely. Um, And the point of all this was to say that you have got to be about yourself. I really did mean to make this go from a football lesson to a life lesson. You got to be about yourself. I think a lot of us, you know, real ass Carolina fans or real ass Cam fans, whatever, you know, whichever audience you want to abide by, there was an overlap for a while. And I think that kind of slowly tampered away as they had other options come about and they went their own way uh, after his release. But it's very clear that Cam was somebody who his interest was never really put in line. He was drafted by an owner that pretty much told him, like, hey, shut up and play football, motherfucker. Some people might use the word boy, but... Uh, and then it goes from there to his... You know, uh, he, he has what, what, one of the best... Statistically, one of the best two years, starts years to start a career you possibly could have. And then, like, they don't do enough, I feel like, to give... To get Chud Zinke back. Chud Zinke back. And, you know, he flames out of the Browns and never seen again, pretty much. But, like, why would you not do everything you're possible, everything your power to get that guy back? I don't know. And then they replaced him with, like, fucking god-awful Mike Shula, who's... Hand of God, I don't know a single good thing Mike Shula is good at. Like, if you look at Norv Turner and his son, they did demonstrably better with Cam's... You know, just everything, every level of being a quarterback than Shula did in double the time. I mean, not to even speak to some of the other issues that Shula had as a coordinator. I mean, this, you know, when you have, I think he was there for like six years, I want to say, six or seven. There's just so many things that get lost in time, but he he was fucking terrible. Um, Cam never thought with his best interest and I think if he did, he would have probably left Carolina a long time ago. At least stuck his foot down and be like, hey, we need this, 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 that. That that whole I want to do what's best for the team shit is bullshit, dude. And I know in NFL you have less leverage. Um, and with Cam being in such a 
uh, very, you know, hickish type. Sorry, my alarm went off. But just to kind of conclude, Cam was not put in a situation to which he had, I guess he felt like he had a lot of leverage. He didn't have a lot of organizational support like that. Uh, I mean, they didn't even want, they wanted look. And they, they had to wind up with Cam. So it's like, ugh. But I, you got to worry about yourself, dude. I mean, did he fuck up? Yes. Should he got the vaccine? Yes. I'm not saying it because I am pro-vaccine, which I am. But it's clear that these leagues are making it very shitty for you if you don't have a vaccine. And it's clear that you are going to be a blight onto your team if you don't have the vaccine. Those two things are demonstrably clear. It's literally been repeated by every corner of the NFL, college football. It's, you know, they're still working on all the kind of, I guess, kinks with the NBA policy. But it's clear that you are going to essentially be a scarlet letter type if you don't have a vaccine. And Cam has been, I guess, this guy that's never wanted to put shit in his body. That's been his philosophy. Knowing that, as much as I've come to know and recently, explains a lot of why he was having very hard troubles throwing. Uh, very hard troubles. A lot of time, a lot of troubles. I'm fucking up right now. A lot of motherfucking problems throwing a fucking football and you get hurt. The TJ Watt shit, the reason why he doesn't like he could like put anything behind a, a ball makes a lot of sense. He wouldn't take killers. He wouldn't take any kind of pain relievers. He wouldn't take any of that shit. That doesn't make sense. Now, I know you want to have like, your body to temple, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't make sense. Because there's people that also play for 40 years that take painkillers. I know Cam, like, disproportionately absorbs a lot of... Like, I think Cam probably knows his body better than anybody, right? But the problem is Cam also doesn't know his limits. He probably knows his limits less than anybody. So it's like, you combine those two things in a very toxic toxic situation into which somebody deems that a vaccine is necessary for them, even though they look like absolute dog shit, they get COVID. And it's just, it's just clear that I think to some degree, Cam screwed Cam, at least in this instance. Now, in the Carolina part of his career, I, I would say 99% of that was Carolina fucking him over. But this, I mean, A, you know Mac Jones is competing. You kind of have to aggregate Patriots reporters because some of them are fucking, like, absolute assholes. Most of them are pieces of shit. Most New England brass is just fucking white, gatekeeping garbage, it feels like, most of the time. But if you aggregate some of these reports, you get to a point where even the best praise for Cam isn't far off the same wavelength as the the Mac Jones performances. I don't say the best or the worst, but just the Mac Jones performances. So they were they were on roughly the same wavelength, roughly. And you combine out the fact that one is 30 and one is like, I don't, I don't know, like 21 or 22, some shit like that. Um, one has the face for the Patriots organization. He has the type of presentation Patriots fans will like. He's that he's their type of guy, which, you know, I don't like, but you know, what can you say? Um 
it, it was just so much working against him. For him to have any possibility whatsoever, which he did have, I legitimately believe that he was going to be, if everything went perfectly right this organiz- during this offseason, I think he would have been the starter going into week one. I, I, that's my personal belief. But he just didn't, I feel like he just didn't understand just how close it was. How little margin, I don't think Cam's ever understood how little margin of error he's had. With his presentation in the NFL, I know he doesn't give a fuck. Like he probably doesn't give a fuck more than any athlete in sports. But the problem is when you're that aloof, you kind of get a situation like with Russell Westbrook. You kind of get a situation where you just, you know, Russell Westbrook happens to be this kind of guy that can translate that not give a fuck. It's a, it's an individual sport, so you can kind of get away with a little bit more there. But but with the NFL, where you kind of have to, you know. I, you really do get graded upon your team performances, even if it is not necessarily your fault. Like, I think Cam doesn't deserve the majority of the blame for last season, but he does deserve some blame. And because of that, being a quarterback is going to get a disproportionate amount of the blame. And then being Cam's going to even more a disproportionate share. I just think he has to know that. You have to be aware of that shit. And I don't think he was. I think that he's not getting picked up anywhere until he gets the vaccine. It's just... I think there's like less than 200 players that don't have the vaccine in the NFL. And then I pretty much... I I believe every level of organizations outside of players have to have a vaccine. So essentially, there's probably less than, let's just say, 300 people in the entirety of the NFL that don't have a vaccine. You're, unless you're Tom Brady, unless you're Lamar Jackson, I think Brady's even vaccinated, I think. But unless you're Lamar Jackson, somebody like that, you're going to have to get that vaccine. Isaiah McKenzie and um, Cole Conspiracy Chief Beasley both were like anti blah, 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 blah. Isaiah McKenzie got the shot the same fucking day he got fined for walking around that mask. Cole Beasley is trying to get cut if he doesn't get one at some point soon. Like, I think they're giving some leeway because he has a good rapport with Josh Allen and all that shit. But, I mean, he's just pretty much been a clown this whole offseason about that shit. I think he's going to get cut at some point. If not traded, you know, whatever. And I don't know who to trade for him because of, again, that head case. You, you can't be competing with a fucking rookie, a true rookie. And, you know, on some reports losing in that competition... And then, like, still in your two toes, be like, I'm not getting the vaccine. It's either going to be he gets the vaccine, he's going to sit out until they change that and allow it to where you can play without having the vaccine. But until then, he's not going to play without getting the vaccine, in my opinion. The only, the only person that anybody even thinks he'd get a chance from is Ron Rivera, who's been one of the most open supporters of getting the vaccine from, a, I think, a football perspective more than anything, but also medically, you know, things he goes through. I don't think Riviera would even give him a chance until he gets a shot. So that's that's Cam, dude. Guys, I also want this to be kind of a two-fold thing. If, if mass mandates do come, not mass, as an M-S-A-K, but M-A-S-S, mass vaccine, vaccine mandates come down, don't be stupid, man. No one respects... The poor idiot who's still in his own fucking ten toes and said, I'm not going to do it. Nobody does. You get a couple of pounds on your backs initially. And after that little grace period, motherfuckers just let you be a broke motherfucker. 
You can be selling your ass in the streets. No one's fucking supporting you because you got, oh, my fucking morals and my pride. I couldn't get the fucking shot because I don't want to because it's fucking forced upon me. No one fucking cares. People will give you all the support in the world for 15 minutes because they have shared dynamics. And I guarantee you the majority of those people are going to get that shot. And you who didn't, you're just going to be asked out. They might still shake your hand and then walk away laugh at you as you're sitting, you know, you broke ass in the streets. I'm not saying to say Cam will be broke or anything like that, but no one's going to cry for Cam in this situation, you know. He had his morals and he had his own reason why he wasn't going to get the shot. That's fine. But it's just nothing that no one's going to feel bad for. No one's going to get like a pity contract. There's people that can't even get a contract period to play football right now. And he's, he had an easy one. He just, he foibled it. That's it for me. Hope you all enjoy it.